month, I get to chat with a friend who has a story to tell, a passion to share, or a dream that she is pursuing. Today, my guest is Amy. Amy is wife to Mike of 16 years. She has two girls, Ainsley and Evie, ages 9 and 13. We chat about Amy's ministry of building a life-size tabernacle and making it come to life for children and for women's ministries in the Memphis area. She shares her new praying method that she is loving, and you're not going to want to miss her story of how she underwent heart surgery a little over a year ago as a 38-year-old mom. You are going to love Amy, and I hope that you are encouraged through our talk. Here's our conversation. Oh, there we go. Now it's <gasps> blue. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. And you know what? The last time I was on Skype with you, do you remember when it was? <gasps> I can tell you exactly when it was. Do you remember? It may officially have been FaceTime. Oh, it was FaceTime. You're right. Because I didn't know how to I Skype. was in my old house and I was getting a very special phone call from you. Yes. From you right. and Jim. Yes, that's right. When we were A big announcement. Somebody was on the way. That's right. Our son Big was on. answered prayer. That's yes. Right. I remember, friend. I'll never forget. Four, four and a half years ago. So he's four wow. now, so, or he's four and a half, so maybe it was five years ago when we called you. So yeah, that was the last time we were on FaceTime. We've seen each other since then, but. I tell you what, I listened to some of your things. I love it. You're doing such a great job, Ren. Oh, you're sweet. You're You've sweet. got a great voice and oh. you're so conversational and easy. Well, it's so I'm fun. Trying. You know, I think they say practice makes progress. So I'm like, yes. I'm trying to just continue on I'm, I want to do more but I'm just like I don't want to get in over my head you know like I'm like yeah I can do one a month I'm really good with that but um yes. so tell us about your family tell me about you and your family and your kids and how old they are and all that good stuff awesome well I love my family I've got um, my husband Mike um, we've been married for 16 years. It'll be 17 in December. Wow. And yes, we met when we were in college and had a long distance relationship, uh, for three and a half years. And what? then when I was done with school, I know in Chattanooga, I came home and we got married like a week later. So no, I um, did not know this. Yes. Yes. He was in he Memphis. Was here at CBU. Mm -hmm. okay. He was here at CBU playing baseball. And finished up a year before I did. And then I was in OT school over at Chattanooga. Okay. Um, so we did a lot of talking over the phone. Wow. The old cell phone where you could talk free after 9 o'clock. We'd uh -uh. be doing that all the time. And Love it. Anyway, he's a CPA. He does taxes. So we just finished up taxis. And so we're happy around here. We've got Daddy a little, quite a bit more available now. And um, we have two daughters. Evie is 12, going on 13. Mm -hmm. And... She's, I just, I love both my girls. Um, she loves basketball and soccer and friends and uh, enjoys her schoolwork, thankfully. And uh, yeah. Ainsley is nine going on 10. And she also is a big soccer girl and loves her friends. And both of them love reading. And um, anyway, we have lots of fun with them. They keep us busy. That's great. And you have a dog, right? Yes, we have a dog. I should have named her as one of the children. I'm so sorry. Sadie is a golden retriever, and she'll be six, oh. and we love her. Oh, <laughs> we also have, right now, two rabbits uh -uh. and no, three, three baby turtles that we just found in the skimmer of the pool. Uh -uh. I don't. We may not have them for very long, but they're they're 
they're hanging there. out with us for a little bit. Okay, okay. That yes. sounds like me with my betta fish. I was gifted yeah. a betta fish. Well, my son was gifted a betta fish. And I Thanks. originally <laughs> said, no, I, I don't want a fish. We, we, we don't need any creatures. And, um, and so the fish was almost on its way out, sadly, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of. And then I found some fish water. You have to give it special fish water. Yes. Bottle, yes. Like now you could condition it and put it in a gallon jug, but I don't have to, I just, I don't have patience for it. Nobody's got time, time for, for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but patience to do that. So I just buy it at Walmart for $2 and then I'm like, I don't even want to buy it because you have to have two of them to do it. That's $4 yes. anyway. And so I was like, oh, I found some more water to pour in the tank. So I did in the bowl. It's not a tank. I poured it in and that little fishy wishy is kicking again. I'm like, oh, oh, we were so close, so close to being on the other side. And we, mm-hmm. and then I brought her back. So you're the fish whisperer. Well, I guess, I don't know, you know, like really. Yeah. So we've anyway. had lots of critters come through. So yeah. have fun with okay. all of that through the years. Where are the it's rabbits? Sweet. Are they in like a container in the backyard? I mean, like in they're a, in a hutch. <gasps> they're in a little rabbit I'm impressed. Hutch. Are they, is it a boy and a girl? Cause they'll be two more. girls, two okay. girls. There you go. Girls. There you go. Good. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. And let's talk about how we met. We met okay. years ago when we were looking for a new Sunday school class and we mm-hmm. came in y'all's class and it was just like fun and awesome, just teaching and everybody cared about each other and everybody prayed yes. for each other and everybody checked on each other. And I loved it. It was great. Oh, it was such a sweet time. Yes. We had some good times together in life group with um, our faithful leaders, Robbie and Ashley. And I know y'all were so involved too. We just really had a great time there and, and now lots you, of laughs and oh fam- just goodness. living life together. So you know? much fun. It was great. Lots I of praying it. for each other. Absolutely. And amazing. And just stepping in yes. whenever something would, you know, just stepping in for, for somebody, if they need um, people to watch their kids or if they needed a meal, everybody just mm-hmm. stepped in. It was just great. So I just yes. I love that. And now y'all are teaching the class, right? If that's what I hear. Yes, we are. That's We're having awesome. a good time and have a great group, enjoying that. That's good. Um, so, yeah, that's, awesome. that's where we are on that. So y'all teach Sunday school. Uh, Mike mm-hmm. is a CPA. You're a yes. stay-at-home mom. Yes. With two kids. And yes. you are very involved in their school. And the fun thing about it is I just started thinking about a lot of my... I think you, you like, I think I was describing you a couple years ago to a friend, and I don't remember who it was, but I said, Amy is, I know it was to um, a principal that I was at, where I was teaching, um, and we'll get into that in a minute of what um, the neat thing that you've got to do at the lower school with the kids. Yes. Um, but I remember explaining to her how sweet you were. I was like, Aww. you say, Amy you say she is sweet as pie. Like, I remember Aww. saying sweet as pie, and, like, I think you're the sweetest person I know. I'm serious. Like, like yes. You're she so was, like, sweet. Really. So, and I remember you were there. I thought about this today when we were doing Bible study at church, and that probably mm-hmm. is what led you to do this new thing that you have done. Not new thing, but um, in the this neat cool thing that you did at the elementary school and around the city that we're going to get to. Mm-hmm. I can't wait mm-hmm. to talk about it. Um, that you were, we were in Bible study together at the round table and it was the day I had had my IUI procedure 
Mm-hmm. And I started having cramps that night. Okay, I'm going to edit that out. Well, no, I don't have to edit. It's, it's for women. People know about cramps. But I started having stomach-like cramps, and I remember looking at you, and I was like, I've got to go. And it wasn't over yet. And I remember you were sitting to my right. Isn't that funny? Oh, my. Like, you remember yes. certain people? Anyway. Yes. Okay. So tell me about this neat, like, I know you were in Bible study with our pastor's wife, and I know that you were on a, like, in a small group with her, and she was mm-hmm. walking through the tabernacle. And tell me what sparked your interest to do a real-life tabernacle. Okay. Um, yes, that's what I, uh, this crazy project idea that the Lord laid on my heart several years ago. I had been through a discipleship group with our pastor's wife. And then on the tail end of that, she was working on writing a book about the tabernacle and asked a few of us to hang around just so she could, you know, bounce ideas, practice teaching it, all of that. So I just got to, I was just blessed to sit under her and learn extra about this tabernacle that God had the Israelites build. Uh, We learn about it back in the Old Testament, you know, when Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt. And now they're wandering around the desert and the Lord's showing them how to be different from all the people around them and how um, he wants them to worship him his way. So I was excited to learn about that. And then after being discipled, I felt the challenge to start leading some women myself. So I had a small group of ladies that were coming to my house and they asked me to share with them what they, uh, what I had gotten to learn about the tabernacle through my pastor's wife. Um, and just so happens I'd gotten all prepared that morning, got my kids off to preschool and school and it's kind of a rainy, yucky morning. And it just so happened that all three canceled for that morning. So I was kind of bummed because I was all ready, but life happens. You know, we get sick kids and the ladies, all three of them couldn't come that day, but I'm not going to lie. I had a little bit of a pouting session about it. And so I went to my chair. Ren, do you have like a chair or a place, yes. you know, in your home? Yes. 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 So I have my chair, yes. <laughs> my special chair where I have my quiet times and just some reflective times and where I read my Bible and, and do, you know, praying and all of that. And so I felt like I needed to go to time out to my chair and I did. And I was talking to the Lord about it. I was just kind of frustrated, you know, I'd prepared and busy and I was really excited, wanted to share this. And while I was sitting there, it was not like an audible voice, just something kind of pressed on my heart. Like, okay, if you care this much about it, why don't you bring it to life for others? Mm. So that's kind of where it started. I sat there and I got out a piece of paper and it kind of just went through my mind a little more. I had um, the privilege of going to um, a private Christian school for elementary school. I went to a public high school. Um, so I got a little of both worlds, loved both. But at my Christian elementary school, I had this amazing Bible teacher who brought the Bible to life for us. What, whatever the Bible story was, she was trying to attach visuals with it, drama with it, just interactive things. Uh, whether it was decorating the hall like the Red Sea, and we would pretend like we were walking through that Red Sea oh, or bringing the last week of Jesus's life um, to life through individual scenes that we would walk through, just a variety of methods. She was always bringing things to life. So I kind of had a moment of thinking back to this lady, Doris Smith, and what would she do and how would she do it? And I started sketching and thought, you know what, I'm going to get some cardboard boxes and I'm just going to build this semi, uh, not like a miniature model for a tabletop, but something big enough that people could kind of walk around and I'm going to use cardboard boxes and stuff. And, um, So that was my plan and uh, put it on the back burner because we were planning our first uh, trip to Honduras, our first out of town 
mission trip, and I felt like the Lord said, okay, push the pause button. I've laid this on your heart. You're going to go back to it this summer. So that's what I did. Back, Came back to it during the summer. I knew Ainsley would be going, my youngest, to kindergarten um, upcoming, so I knew I'd have a little more time on my hands then too. But over that summer and then the first part of her kindergarten year, the Lord just kind of led me step-by-step into building this semi-life-size tabernacle for people to experience. And then it ended up that um, he said, don't use cardboard boxes. Go a little beyond that. And for each piece, I promise you, I, I felt at different times, I can remember certain places where I was where just an idea would pop in my head about how to construct this certain piece. Because I knew that just as a mom carrying it around town, taking it on my own, I needed it to be portable, easy to move, um, and, but also kid-friendly. So that's kind of where I was with that and took each piece and voila, kind of came up with that's amazing. a semi-life size, about two-thirds. Of course, only not much of it is to scale. It's to give you just a good general idea of the pieces and how they're laid out. And if you were a priest walking through there, uh, ministering to the Lord, what, what did that look like as they walked through each of the pieces of the tabernacle and recognizing uh, God's presence there with Israelites back behind that veil in the Holy of Holies? Um, it's just overwhelming. So wow. that is how it was laid on my heart, just to okay. get you started on that. Yeah. Okay, and so what have you seen through this? What have you seen when you have done this and you've taken it to schools, have you taken it mm-hmm. to public schools? Any, I have not had an opportunity in a public school, but I have been in a public setting. I was actually, um, at Israel fest this past November, yes, I which saw was a that. huge honor that to get amazing. to be there. We had an old Testament focus for that, which okay. was wonderful. That was just fine. And hoping that we built some bridges and opened some doors for Absolutely. just new relationships there and um it was received really well and it was just a really neat experience but yeah other uh private schools uh mostly i've done it here at my but just for some discipleship groups uh had it up at church for women's ministry a couple years ago when her pastor's wife actually went through the book that she had written mm-hmm. um she taught that for the semester and then i had the privilege of sharing that visual representation there at the end of the semester. Lots of fun. So well, and it, it was great. And I know, did you intend it for your Bible study group, discipleship group, or did you intend it for kids? I intended the, the built structure for mostly for kids. That was mm-hmm. kind of the original intent was let's bring this to life for kids. Mm-hmm. Not just something, because that's kind of a hard part of the Bible to read in the Old Testament all through those yes. details and all this. Mm-hmm. So hopefully to get an appreciation of that and mm-hmm. that God put it in the Bible for a reason. And how, I mean, really, all of it points to him. It right. shows that we need the blood, um, the innocent blood to cover our guilty sin. So God's shown us that from the very beginning and then through the tabernacle, too. Um, and really, all of it points to Jesus. So. Right, right. Uh, and- now, it, it's kind of moved to women groups as well sometimes, but the, may, the primary intent was children. Well, and with children, you know, like you said, it's hard for hard for them to visualize that. And sometimes we might skip over teaching it because it is so difficult. I don't know. Right. I think I've seen that before of people just kind of, you know, just kind of kind of talking about it. But you brought it to life. And when you brought it to the school and I was teaching, I remember walking through there and the kids coming through. And then, I mean, it's, it's life. I mean, obviously, like you said, it's not to scale, but it is where you walk through and you see. Right the golden lamp stands and, and yeah. it's just, I mean, I remember walking through it with the kids and you know, they were just in awe of it. Like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is coming to life for what they have heard, mm-hmm. 
um, maybe not in detail, but then you got to explain it as they were walking through. So it was a visual. And I remember just tears mm-hmm. coming to my eyes. For me, it was a visual. I'm such mm-hmm. a visual person. And for me I am to too. walk through and to mm-hmm. know this and say, I, this is what I've read all those years. This is all the mm-hmm. diagrams I've seen. Mm-hmm. And now I, it's just, it's amazing. And I don't know, have you ever been to Israel? I have not. I haven't either. And I feel like that would be, it would be like that too. You know, really going through and saying, this is where Jesus walked. And I I just think the visual of it has just been awesome, Amy. And I love. Thank you. It's it's been so meaningful. So where is it now? Is it in storage? (laughs) It's in my garage. I love it. I knew. I was like, it's going to be close by. It's got to be close by. Um, It is actually like. Just to describe it in case someone hasn't seen it and is like, what is she talking about? Mm -hmm. Um, Three of those pop-up tents that you use for, like, ball games, you know, Mm -hmm. um, those kind of things. It's three 10 by 10 pop-up tents. And so we put those three frames together, and then I sewed a whole bunch of drop cloths together. That was a miracle Mm -hmm. of the Lord, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I sewed drop cloths. In my little kitchen at the time. It was so funny to think back on it. But it's a whole bunch of drop cloths covered together. So... The outside, the coverings don't look exactly like the real tabernacle would have looked like, but it, it gives you a nice, oh, de- a decent size and close space for people to come into. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and yeah. did Mike look at you when you were like, hey, I've got this idea? Did he look at you? What did he say? Are you crazy? Oh, my goodness. Bless his heart. He is so supportive. And he was like, okay, go for it. Surely in the back of his mind, he thought I was a little crazy, but he let me go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he let me do it and That's make great. it. And, and helped, um, probably. Lots of uh, hot glue and Velcro uh-huh. and gold spray paint later. Um, here we are. That's so, awesome. I love it. Yeah. So are in you still doing it if people are interested in having it at um, their churches or local to Memphis yes. area? Are you still I actually just that? did it a couple days ago. Like, I went for a span of time. Where there was a little lull, and um, I've done it twice in the past month. Great. Um, and yeah, so Love I just it. pack it up, and we have a, a Yukon that um, everything fits in really well. Thanks, it all breaks down, and I can pack it up and head to. That's great. Whatever the place may Wherever. be. Wherever. Okay. So if y'all want yeah. to have it at your church or your school um, or a homeschooling event or something like that, then let me know, and I'll get in touch with Amy. So, Perfect. I love it. All right. Well, let me kind of switch gears a little yes. bit. Um, and tell me, take me back um, a few, how long has it been since your surgery? It has been a little over a year. Okay. So take me back to about a year ago, right before, mm-hmm. and you realized there was something not right with your body, with your health. Um, mm-hmm. Take us back to that. And Yeah. And just kind of walk us through what what happened there. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back actually almost three years ago. Okay. Um, I was starting to feel just not as much. Uh, I can't say not. I still had good energy, but um, just feeling fatigued um, with exercise a lot more quickly and having some trouble walking up hills and different things. And um, it was our second trip to Honduras, and we had just gotten back, and I knew I was scheduled to go in uh, to the cardiologist because my EKG was starting to look different. Of course, we were moving within a couple of weeks, too, you know, mm. um, just one of those crazy times of right. getting back in the country, moving, and getting diagnosed with something. And anyway, at that time, I went in and had a heart cath, 
and um, everything looked good, but they realized I just had a left uh, bundle branch block, which is just, I'm not, you know, good at describing things medically, uh -huh. but there was a, bl a block there with the electrical uh, part of my heart and things reaching where they need to go. But at the time, that was just something they wanted to treat with medicine and all of that. Um, but come to about a year and a half after that, things just weren't getting better. They were kind of getting worse, and I could not walk up my Cove Hill without bending over to grab my knees, feeling like the energy was completely drained out of my legs. Mm. And this is not right. I would make it up to the top of my garage, to where my garage was, and mm -hmm. think, okay, I'm, I'm going to pass out. But thankfully, I never did. But mm. I knew something was wrong. So that's yeah. where that part Came two from. of all of it started. Mm -hmm. um, so I went in and got checked out. And after about, took over a month of different testing, one of those monitors that you wear at home and all of this, um, going in lots of doctor visits. Uh, finally, I had a stress test, which is where you get on the uh, treadmill, mm -hmm. and the doctor wanted to watch it himself. Mm -hmm. And so I was there walking, and he told me, if you pass out, it's okay. You keep walking until you pass <gasps> Oh, my goodness. Lovely. Oh, this my This the word. day before our 15th anniversary at Christmas time. And I'm walking on this thing, and I heard some good words. Uh, didn't doesn't sound like they were good words, but they were because he said we have a diagnosis. So mm. that's always a big deal, just to get to that step. Mm -hmm. And what he determined is that I have an AV block, I guess atrioventricular block, not blockage, not like I have a you know mm -hmm. problem with the cholesterol and you know a blockage in my heart, but right. the electrical impulses. Once again. If I'm saying that correctly, we're not reaching down far enough into my ventricle, so my heart was not working the, the upper chambers and lower chambers in coordination with each other. Mm -hmm. um, so he said, you're not allowed to drive anymore till we get this taken care of, because mm -hmm. it's something that, you know, a person could easily pass out from. Mm -hmm. gotcha. I had not. That was such a huge praise mm -hmm. that in all of that time of taking my kids around town and keeping mm -hmm. up with life, I didn't have that issue. Um, so... Uh, see, a few days after Christmas, this is in 2015, so about 15 months ago, I went in. It's called EP testing, and they uh, they go in through your leg, like with a heart cast. And he did. Um, he wanted to figure out exactly where this problem was occurring, and he found it. And he said, "You're coming back in three days for a pacemaker." So um, that's what it is. That's the surgery I had. So it's, it's actually, I know it sounds. It really is kind of a minor surgery in, in terms of surgery. Yeah, the actual inserting it and all that okay, okay. is not too bad. But mm -hmm. the idea of it, mm -hmm. um, I'll be honest, I knew I knew after my stress test I was getting a pacemaker. He told me I would, but it was just a matter of when. And right after mm -hmm. Christmas, they said, you're getting it. New Year's Eve, I got it. And mm -hmm. we said, Happy New Year in the hospital room. Uh, to your new heart. <laughs> wow. We rang in a new year. We, we really closed it out with a bang and started... But My I can't goodness. tell you, Ren, how thankful I am. It has helped me so much. I've gotten to a point now where, I mean, I've always been thankful for it, but I've really accepted it now. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is not the worst thing in the world mm -hmm. to have this condition. There are much, much worse things that moms my age are going through. Mm -hmm. But I do have sympathy for moms who go through a period of thinking, am I going to live to take care of my kids? You know, that's kind of where it came down to. Am I going to be able to take care of my husband? What does this look like? This is new to me. I think any time we have any kind of medical issue or diagnosis, it just, it really makes you stop and think. And so uh, 
you know, like I said, that test, that first one, the stress test was the day before our anniversary. So on our 15th anniversary, we were sitting there at the table, you know, mm. I was kind of bummed out. I'm not going to lie. Sure. I was crying, you know, yeah. and what does this look like? Are we going to be able to even go on, you know, our mission trips? Are we going to be able to, am I going to get to see my kids grown? Mm-hmm. You know, it's always been a prayer of mine to raise them to adulthood and beyond. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, even beyond that, Lord, just what's your will, but please, I right. want to do and finish what you've called me to do, you know, taking care of Mike and the girls. So, and this is in your, I mean, this is, you're in your thirties. I mean, you're young. So yeah, I'm going to have a really big birthday this year, Uh but, um, yeah. (laughs) So when I got it, I was 38, Uh um, which, so I know I'm getting a little older, but still that's not too old. No, it's not. Um, It's not. Yeah. And I'm like, if I'm dealing with this now, what does this look like? Five years, 10 years, 15, 20 from now. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, I kind of went through a dark time of it. And, you know, really, I'm kind of like, I just want to pick up and keep going. And right. that's kind of what I did. And I don't think I really dealt with it like I should. So in the back of my mind, there was just kind of a lot of things to work through. But the Lord has been so faithful and good. And about 11 months after I got it, I know that sounds weird, 11 months. Yeah. I really felt this lift from me of... Mm some kind of burden with it of just acceptance and it's just a part of me now and I'm mm-hmm. so thankful for it. Right. And, um, right. Anyway, so well, the Lord is so good. And he provides that doctors and that so that yes. it can help you function and not get tired right. when you're going up to your garage, you know? Well, you can think this is, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, yeah, but we live in a sinful world and these things happen, but the praise in it, there's answer prayer in it because I've, you know, asked for the Lord to sustain me even before this. Mm-hmm. And he knew that this was happening and he provided for me what my body needs. Right, so, right. so extremely thankful. Well, and I was listening to a Jamie Ivy podcast, the happy hour with Jamie Ivy, and she interviewed Lauren Scruggs Kennedy. And she actually was in the news a few years ago and she had gotten sucked into a propeller of a <gasps> small airplane. And had lost her eye, and and it went a big gash in her. She lost her hand, a big gash in her head. And it was amazing. She wouldn't have met her husband if she hadn't gone through that. She hadn't. And so she said her friends are looking around at her going, we're just so thankful that, of course, not thankful for the bad, you know, this horrible accident, but thankful that it was a part of her meeting them and and seeing the Lord work in, in their work, in their lives. Absolutely. If you let the Lord redeem it, I mean, you know, he can and will use it. And so Mm, um, that's great how the example you're just given, how they saw it that way. And also, I had remember you posted a couple months back on missional motherhood. Was that around the same time when you were talking about the magnet name tag with your pacemaker? Uh, Was that around the same time you kind of had this release of of this? The release was shortly after I... um, did that post. Yes. Yes. Tell us about so, the post a little bit. Oh, uh, the post. Um, so my oldest daughter just started middle school this past year, sixth grade. So there's lots of changes that come with that. And just the fact of having a 12 year old girl. Mm, isn't that crazy? Oh, it is so fun, but there's, you know, you oh, hurt along with oh, them yeah, yeah, and just absolutely. feel, and you just, you know, cause you've been there mm, and all of that. It's but, such a hard time. It is. It's a hard time, but it's a sweet time. It really is. I'm, I just, oh, that's good. Every age has its just awesomeness and not that, but that struggles, but we, I try, I like to focus on the positives the most I can. Um, but so she had just started 
middle school soccer and was having a great time with all that. And so my post, just to make it real quick, was more about the fact that um, we were given these pictures with magnets that could be displayed on our shirt to show, hey, this is my kid playing on the soccer team, and I love her. Uh I love this kid with braces and freckles and her hair and a big old thick braid, and Uh she's mine. You know, I want to wear this kid with pride. Mm. And so I was about to put it on, and I saw that it's like you put the picture on your shirt, and then the magnet's right behind Uh it in your shirt. Very cool concept. But then I read it, and thankfully there was a caution on the magnet because I was just like, oh, I'm about to put this thing on. Uh-huh. And then Mike's like, Amy, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah, caution magnet. I'm not supposed to put a magnet over this pacemaker. Uh-huh, right. It could totally mess things up. So right. in that moment, I had just kind of a reminder, you know, like, oh, mm. I've got this thing. And, I mean, really, what does it really matter about a tag? But in that moment, you know, just the enemy can use little things to kind of poke at you. Mm-hmm, and, you know, I want to display this kid. Of course, I found an alternate way eventually. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's just, but it was just that's what that was about and reminder. led me to the rest of the post of um, right. where the Lord's led me through it. So. That's awesome. Everybody go back and check it out. It's awesome. Okay, one quick question, then we're going to do our little eat, pray, love, uh, read segment that I All do. Right. But, um I'm going to be talking with a friend in a couple weeks about how she chose public school for her child and for her children. And I want to know your, how you found private school to be what is best for your family. And I have friends, I just interviewed a friend last month about homeschool. So there's all these different Mm -hmm. options. And I think there's a lot of friends of mine with young kids or even starting to look at schools and it's a big deal it's a huge deal i mean me it, i called you yes, when i was yes when we were doing uh, this decision girl it's a big deal it's it where is. your kids spend so much time right so how did y'all come just quickly how did y'all come to what you needed for your family for your girls i prayed in the womb school's a big deal to me and i was I was honestly kind of on it from the beginning and even if you're not that's fine too because you know whatever but um for us, we just wanted our children to, to have a school that comes alongside of us and what we are teaching them here at home. Um, we love the idea of, you know, church, home, and school all working together to help, you know, develop our children. So that is how we made our decision. Bottom line, you go where the Lord leads you, whether that's public, private, or homeschool. Each one is excellent if that's what the Lord's called you to do. But for us personally, um, it was those, that that was the, the deal for us. Great. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, so here we go for the Eat, Pray, Read, Love segment. Woo-hoo! Yes. Okay, what is your favorite snack you're eating these days? Okay, I am loving this stuff, the holy guacamole. <gasps> guacamole? Yeah, stuff. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You can either get it in the big container or, you know, little, they're like these little packages yes. that you peel open. Or you can one. get the little snack size cups. Oh, yes, yes. That's what I've seen. <gasps> oh, it's good? so good. And so I get that and I eat it with either carrots or blue chips. You know, those oh, blue corn yes, chips. Yes. They're good. It's good with a lot of stuff. It's good with anything. But that's just kind of like my favorite right now. Okay. See, that's good. I'm a salty girl. I love, like, yeah. you know, I like chocolate, but I love I'm probably going to have to get some after we get off of here. Well, and you know what I'm thinking? It's is that good. My favorite thing I'm eating now is Tostitos chips with a hint of lime. <laughs> oh, so yes. So we I know could put our snack together yeah. and yes. eat it. 
so it would be a beautiful marriage that's of snacks. A beautiful yes. thing. So, but I think I ate the rest of the bag, and I'm usually pretty healthy. But boy, chips, mm, girl, I yeah. got to. Mm. It's embarrassing how many chip bags the wages have in the pantry. Uh, <laughs> me too. Me too. I, <laughs> hey, I'm with you on that. I mean, and I try to get like the vegetable chips so that it's a little bit healthier for for the son. Yeah. For my son, but. No. Sometimes they don't cut it. No, sometimes you just need some salt and sea salt and a hint pepper of lime. with a hint of lime. Sometimes you need some lime. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get the holy guacamole little snack packs. I've been eyeing them, and I'm like, hmm, I bet those are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're good. Okay. All right, what are you praying for? This can be as detailed as you want. You don't have to, like, bear your whole um, soul. But you yes. can totally bear your whole soul if you want. But what are you yeah. praying for these days? I'm going to tell you a little bit more about how I'm praying these days because awesome. I feel like that's a big deal to me. I was feeling like I was in a praying slump, honestly, mm-hmm. and um, just not feeling organized with my prayer. And I've tried different ways to organize it and have a couple friends, Angie and Summer, who got me onto what I am in love with for organizing my prayer. So let me share that real quick Okay. because I'm praying for lots of different things. Of course, my kids, my husband, friends, and just requests that come up. But um, I, in the past, have tried like a folder or a notebook with individual pages and writing that on it. That's a great method. Mm-hmm. Um, but somewhere in there, I, it wasn't working for me, even though I loved it. It worked for a time. Um, and then I'm kind of a paper stuffer. Like if you looked in my Bible, like I stuff bulletin, I, I stuff mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. My calendar has stuff stuffed in it. So I was trying I'm like an stuffer. accordion, you know, those accordion files yes. and I could stuff, you know, people give you great resources with, you know, great ideas for prayers and I could write prayer requests and I was stuffing them in there. I thought this is going to work for me. Yeah. And it kind of did. And then no, this is what works best for me now. Um, okay. like a prayer box. Yes. Like if you had an index card box, uh-huh. you know, just a little plastic one. Now I got to keep one from Hobby Lobby. Oh. Um, but my friends recommended this and I think this is, I think this is my forever deal. Um, because you can dev- have different sections uh, with tabs in your little box with all the index cards behind it. Nice. And so I can just sit there with in my chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my box, and then for that day of the week or whatever I'm feeling mm-hmm. le- uh, led to pray about, you know, I might open up the mic section, mm-hmm. and I have different verses for him, and I'll just pray and meditate over those verses as I pray for him. Maybe it's today I need to pray for the kids, or or somebody at church and somebody here has asked me to pray for this or that. Well, I get home, write it down on an index card, stick it in the box, and then I'm not losing track of it quite so easily. Great. And so anyway, I'm loving that, and I that's hope that's wonderful. helpful. I stole that, that from a couple of dear friends, and it's I love I'm loving that's, it. That's great. I've done that before, and it is it is really great because then you have it, and you know, visual. We're visual people, right? Yeah. And you can just go through it, and I love that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what else I did with that? I know this is mm-hmm. off the subject, but I did cleaning. Like I put a note card that said, "Do low unload load of laundry," and you put it in Monday, oh. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I did it with cleaning too. Girl, Isn't that crazy? I need that. Isn't that funny? I then need you can that. Take the you know you can do it through there. So anyway, it was good. I might have to do that too. Um, anyway. Okay. So let's see, what are you reading these days? I am, there's a book I've started going through about halfway through. It's called age of opportunity by Paul David Tripp. And it's great resource for those of us, um, with almost or for teen, for those with teenagers or okay. preteens, even Ainsley's age, nine, almost 10, I want to get ahead of the game Good. on how best to do this as successfully as we can. I know That's we're going to have our, our moments because we're real people and families. 
and life happens, but um, whatever I can, we can do in advance and, and how to prepare and how to approach her heart, um, you know, for the Lord and, and to point her towards him and, and just going through life. Um, that is the book I'm reading and I definitely recommend it. Okay. Like I said, I'm about halfway to three fourths through. It's great. Okay. Age, of Age of Opportunity. Okay. By Tripp. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm reading mm-hmm. what a son needs from his mom because that's where we are. Oh, perfect. Son, what yes. he needs from his mom. And yes. I have probably like three or four of the same book, but just different titles. But yeah. I'm like, that's my focus. What does he need from me? What does he need from me? Okay. Awesome. What are you loving these days? Oh, what are you loving? Oh, what am I loving? What you okay, I we're kind of a sports family. Mm-hmm. Like we really do like it. And so, as crazy as the afternoon schedule can be, getting these kids all over, I'm loving it. Like I am loving That's getting great. the opportunity to take them where they need to be, and I'm loving cheering for them at these games, basketball mm. and soccer. We are all about it right now. I love it. And uh, tournaments, it's crazy. I'm loving it. It's That's so great. much fun. I, I, I am kind of a vocal cheerleader. Now, I'm not ugly. I'm not. No, oh, no. I don't say no. negative. But, no. um, and I love cheering for all these other little friends on their team. Ren, sports, uh-huh. are, I believe that sports are great for kids. I feel like uh-huh. there's so many life lessons we learn. Yes. And so, loving, loving that. Okay. Are your, both your girls doing both basketball and soccer? Evie does basketball and soccer, and Ainsley does soccer. They do club soccer teams, so they're playing throughout the year. Um, so pretty fun. seriously, and um, yep. we just had a precious moment this past weekend. Of um, Ainsley was in a semifinal. These are nine and ten year olds. A semifinal game, trying to get to the championship of the tournament, and the game was tied. So they do what's called penalty kicks or PKs at the end. Okay. And these girls, the five of them, get chosen to do it. It's very intense because they're taking these shots on the goalie and. Our Ainsley volunteered to do it. Ended up she didn't even have to because we won before we got to that point. But before they did those, Ren, they huddled up and prayed on their own. I got a great picture of their arms around each other. And anyway, just to see them taking what they're learning and applying it. Because this is, you know, um, this is not like a, you know. uh, Highly competitive. It's highly competitive. Oh, it is. Okay. Oh, yes, it's highly competitive, but gotcha. just to see the girls make that choice on their own to go and pray and yes. ask for to call, the Lord to calm their nerves, it was very sweet. That's sweet. So anyway, That's great. loving the soccer. Yeah, we're going to start um, my son with soccer in um, August, so we're excited about that. So fun. Yay. Good. Thank you so much for talking to me and oh, telling me Ren, your story. This is so much fun, oh, and I love goodness. you, and I'm so you. proud of what you're doing. You're not That's allowed so to sweet. edit this. Okay. I'm so proud of what... <laughs> You using the giftings God gives you. He gives a lot of us um, ideas and thoughts and plans, and we can feel a little crazy pulling them together. And should I do this Uh or should I not? And so my encouragement to you ladies out there, the Lord may lay something crazy on your heart. And I, I say go for it. You may have to put yourself out there, and that's a little hard. Yes. Um, but their blessings follow obedience. Mm, I love that. It, so, anyway, way to go, Ren. I love this. Oh, You're great. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. You're so sweet. I love you, too. Isn't Amy the best? So I'm really excited that she got to join me and share her story. And if you are in the Memphis area and you would like Amy to come to your school or your women's ministry or your church to set up the tabernacle so that you could walk through and experience that, if you will 
send me a direct message through Facebook or through Instagram. On Instagram, we're Friends of a Feather Podcast, and I can put you in contact with Amy. Remember, we are all friends of a feather. Let's stick together. Be encouraged and share this with a friend. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Well, um, you, <laughs> you... Edit, edit. Oh, I know what I was saying. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>